0: This is the On The Banks podcast. Follow us on Twitter at OTB underscore SB Nation. Now, here's your host, Lance Glynn. Hello, everyone. I am, of course, your host, Lance Glynn, and this is episode 32 of the On The Banks podcast. If you don't already, you can follow me on Twitter at Lance underscore G11. And of course, you can follow On The Banks on Twitter as well at OTB underscore SB Nation. If you want to listen to any of our previous episodes, you can find them on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Just search On The Banks Podcast. You can find them on SoundCloud. Just search OTB underscore SB Nation. And of course, you can find all of our episodes at OnTheBanks.com. We have hit March. Tournament season is almost upon us for all our winter sports. For all the coverage of every sport going on, as well as those in their offseason, make sure to go to OnTheBanks.com. You know, I love having former Rutgers greats on the program. Hearing the memories, the stories about their playing days, why they chose Rutgers, it's really special to see all of the successful alumni this university has. I've had on Todd Frazier, Eric LeGrand, Peter Vermes, to name a few. And for episode 32, I am pleased to welcome on a three-time Super Bowl champion. He patrols the secondary for the New England Patriots alongside former Rutgers legends Devin and Jason McCordy. He was taken in the third round of the 2013 draft. I am pleased to be joined by Rutgers football great Duran Harmon. Looking at what Daron has done in his career has really been admirable. He was first team All-Big East in 2012, drafted in the third round by the Patriots who 8 picks before drafted his teammate Logan Ryan, and in the seventh round they also drafted another one of his teammates Steve Boharness. He helped keep the Rutgers to New England pipeline going strong. He's won three Super Bowls, most recently this year, beating the Rams 13-3 and, of course, beating uh, Atlanta in the comeback and and uh, Seattle with the interception. And he has been an impact player for the Patriots secondary since he got there. He is an example of a true Scarlet Knight. He reflects it on the field and off of it and did so much for Rutgers football during his time here. Time to talk to the players. Here's your host, Lance Glenn. He starred in the secondary for the Scarlet Knights from 2009 to 2012. In 2013, he was drafted in the third round by the Patriots. He has since gone on to play a crucial role in New England's secondary and has been vital to the team winning three Super Bowl titles during his career. I am now pleased to be joined by New England Patriots safety Daron Hartman. Duron, first and foremost, congrats on winning your third Super Bowl title and thanks for coming on the podcast and giving me some of your time.
1: Oh, no problem at all, Lance. Um, thank you, too, for your support, man.
0: You know, you have obviously had quite the NFL career, and we will hit on that in a little bit. But first, I want to talk about your time at Rutgers. You chose Rutgers coming out of Caesar Rodney High School in Delaware. You were a national recruit with offers from schools really throughout the country. Obviously, before you came, the program had great success when you were in high school. But why was Rutgers your choice to play college football? You know, what about the school and the program really appealed to you?
1: Um, Well, um, I think it started with uh, uh, the program on the rise. Um, Obviously, uh, years behind me going there, I think in 2006, they were ranked second um, uh, in the nation at one point. Um, Great players were coming out of there before me, Courtney Green. Um, Dev and Jay was there, Kenny Britt, um, Ray Rice, uh, Teal. So you've seen the the correlation from guys going from – college football to the pros. Um, everybody was getting good enough shots. And then um, uh, you just look at the education um, in itself. Um, one of the, the better schools um, uh, public uh, college education uh, in, in the country. So I knew I would be getting a, a great education and a, a great chance um, if I did what I was supposed to to, to play uh, in the NFL and it all, all played out the way that I hoped for, actually. It played out better and, than I could have envision, um, you know, with playing six years in the NFL going on my seventh year.
0: Duran, you played the bulk of your Rutgers career under Greg Schiano. You know, I don't believe it's official yet, but there are rumors going around, and it seems to be pretty likely that he will become the Patriots' new defensive coordinator. What was your relationship like with Coach Shiano back here at Rutgers? And now, what excites you most about him, you know, likely taking over as the DC with your current team?
1: Uh, well, first things first, I mean, um, he was a big reason why I chose Rutgers. I mean, the relationship I built with him throughout the recruiting process, um, not only me being comfortable um, with having him as a coach, but also my family, my mother and father at the time, who were both. Uh, very, very influential um, in my my decision. Um, those guys also being comfortable and trusting him to um, essentially, you know, uh, be a mentor for me to make sure I can continue to grow up to be the man that I, I wanted to be. Um, so I just think um, having him there, uh, it was a great relationship. Uh, he pushed me uh, further than I thought I could be pushed. Um, he was really the first person who told me. Um, I would never forget um, that I could play in the NFL if I just continued to do um, and uh, continue to improve and do what I needed to do to keep playing good football. Um, So, I mean, um, we had a great relationship. Um, As far as, um, uh, obviously, you know, coming here, I mean, like I said, it's just rumors right now. Um, So, um, time will tell, Um, and – We'll, we'll just have to see because, you know, just right now, we're just, just really just focusing on um, as, uh, being Super Bowl champs, man. Uh, what we did um, this past off season was was incredible and um, not taking anything away from Shiano, But um, like I said, time will tell um, if he comes there or if he doesn't. Um, but I just know for sure he was a tremendous coach to me, um, a tremendous uh, leader and a guy who, um, I looked up to and was really, very really appreciative of what he did for me um, in college. I'm um, not only as a football player, but as a man.
0: You know, Daron, you obviously went through change right before your senior season. Greg Ciano left to take over as the head coach of the Buccaneers, and Kyle Flood moved in as the new head coach for Rutgers. What were some of the differences between Coach Ciano and Coach Flood, and were there any difficulties, you know, going from one leader in Coach Chiano to, you know, now a, a whole new different leader in, in obviously Coach Flood? Uh,
1: well, there's always, you know, Um, differences between um, each coach. I think um, Coach Flood um, did a tremendous job of um, just trying to, you know, um, do things that Coach Shannon did, but um, just put his own twist on it. Um, um, Those guys were obviously, you know, uh, great friends. Uh, That's the reason why he was obviously the assistant coach from that was there. the the difference, I would say, probably between the two uh, was, I would just say, uh, Shannon uh was just a little bit more, uh, how can I put this, uh, I, w- I don't want to say strict because it wasn't like he was strict, but um, Shannon wanted, uh, he was more of the new school. He wanted God to be able to um, have music playing when we are coming into meetings, uh, one wanted us to just be a little bit more relaxed and relaxed. And, you know, um, we were just a little bit more uh, business um, each and every day when we came in. It was really you no know, music playing in the meetings room, but um, both of them were great in their own way. Uh, we had won some games there, played some big games, and I owe a lot to both of them for the reason why I'm in the NFL um, playing right now.
0: You were a third-round pick in the 2013 draft. You know, you were chosen by the New England Patriots. What was that moment like for you when you heard your name called? And and how surreal was it not only to get drafted, but to be chosen by, look, a Patriots team that obviously has had great success the, the past two decades?
1: Uh, well, it was amazing. Um, just for the fact that, I mean, just being drafted. Um, it's one thing, like you said, but then being drafted by the Patriots, um, like you said, over at the time, it was I think it was like 15 years that they just been having a tremendous amount of um, success um, and just being able to to realize that um, Bill Belichick wanted you a part of uh, his um, of his team, um, Mr. Kraft. Uh, just it was it was surreal. Uh, and from that moment, I told myself that I will always do everything I can to make sure that I can be the best player and you know, always have a chance. to to play on this football team because um, the group of guys that um, the Patriots select and um, bring together to form a team are a tremendous guys. Uh, guys that sacrifice so much um, uh, for their time, themselves, um, just to win the game. Um, winning is only thing that anybody on this team really worries about. Um, not stats, uh, not Pro Bowls, not all Pros. Literally just winning, and when you see that um, come to form, it's nothing short of amazing. And Literally, when I got here, I seen it from the first day, and uh, I just knew I always wanted to be a part of something like that. No, no.
0: Duran, you joined a team in New England with your teammate, Logan Ryan, who was drafted eight picks before you that same year. Devin McCourty was on the team, you know, someone you played with in your freshman year. Linebacker Steve Boharnas was also drafted by New England in that seventh round, one of your teammates. Did that familiarity help you entering the NFL? And what was it like playing with two guys in the secondary that you had obviously played with in college?
1: Oh, well, yeah, it helped a lot. Um, uh, obviously, it helped a lot with, with Dad being there, obviously. Um, he was a tremendous leader. He was already a captain there. He was a captain there in his the second year. Um, so just trying to follow him and um, just trying to understand um, how he approaches everything, you um, um, was was really easy, um, just following, because he does everything the right way. And um, when you have a leader like that, that's easy to follow. Um, it makes the transition um, from college um, to NFL a lot smoother. And then, obviously, with, with Steve and uh, Logan, um, obviously, all great friends of mine, played with those guys for four years. And then, you know, Logan, um, obviously, um, one of my best friends, um, just always pushing each other. Um, just trying to bring out the best in each other, um, holding each other accountable, making sure we're watching film, um, making sure we're in the playbook, um, just doing everything to have somebody you know push you to make sure that you can do your best and put yourself in the best position um, to take um, full advantage of the opportunity at hand, which is playing NFL for the best franchise in sports.
0: You know, I'm sure you get this question all the time, considering you've won, you know, three Super Bowls now. You're a veteran. You just won your third. You beat the Rams 13 to three. You won the previous two in that comeback against the Falcons and on the late interception against Seattle. Of the three that you've won, the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Falcons, is there one that is your favorite? And if so, why is it? You know, why does it kind of stand out to you?
1: <laughs> well, they're all my favorite. Uh, <laughs> because literally, each Super Bowl, you know, it tells a good story about the season, and the guys, and the ups, and the downs, Um, and uh, they're just all so different. Obviously, the Seattle game, how we won that game, basically on the last play, um, the emotions that was going on, literally like a roller coaster um, between uh, two teams of emotions, like the last, you know, fourth quarter then. Falcons game, uh literally being down twenty eight three, probably nobody in there giving us a chance to win and we come back to win Um and then this game, obviously, you know, being a defender, um, just doing our job to 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 really limit the production of an explosive offense. Um everybody thought the games were gonna be, you know, in the thirties, uh, thirties, maybe forties, um, if went win the whole time I and mean, um, we went out there and literally, you know, did what we had to do to make sure um, that we could win. So I wish I could say that I have a favorite, but in all reality, <laughs> they're literally they're all my favorites. I put them all up there. I put them all on a pedestal because, like I said, man, they all um, tell a story, uh, not just about the actual Super Bowl itself, but the season, um, the guys, uh, the relationships uh, that you won't ever... Um, be able
0: to get back. A couple more, Duran, before I let you go. You obviously have your own season to worry about, but it's no secret that Rutgers struggled this year going 1-11. and You had great success during your time as a Scarlet Knight, albeit in the Big East, as opposed to now in the Big Ten. But what does Rutgers have to do to turn things around next year and, you know, hopefully win some more games going forward considering, you know, you've had success. You know what it takes to win here in Piscataway. Oh, uh, well,
1: I feel like they're, they're on the way, man. Just If you look at the last well, just a majority of the games that they lost, they were close games. Um, and, I mean, you can tell um, Coach Ash is um, doing a good job of just um, keeping the team competitive, keeping them fighting. They were fighting um, the last um, few games of the year uh, when they knew. I mean, they had no shot to, obviously, go to a bowl game. Um, but I think we just got to continue to give uh, Coach Ash some more time, um, continue to let him recruit his guys. And uh, the words will start rolling in. They will they will start rolling in. And when they do, um, all the um, Rutgers uh, family in the community, they'll be um, really, really excited that they stuck with the program and with Coach
0: Ash. Last one, Deron. You know, every time I have a Rutgers alum on the podcast, I always want to ask about your best Rutgers memory away from the sport. I've gotten answers like parties, classes, relationships with professors, fat sandwiches. So for you away from the football program, just as, you know, Deron Harmon as a student, what are some of your favorite Rutgers memories?
1: Yeah, I would say the relationship i built with uh, uh, some of the guys on the team, like literally, uh, it's bonds that will never be broken, and it goes way deeper than football. I can just think about it. I have so many best friends uh, and guys who were in my wedding. Um, Khalil Glaude is the Godfather of uh, my youngest son, um, this, uh, B, Brandon Coleman, just name off a few, Logan Ryan, uh, Muhammad Sanu, uh, Antoine Lowry, uh, Aaron Hayward, Jamil, and uh, Jamal Morel, um, I feel like I'm missing uh, Daryl Givens, uh, just those guys, just lifelong friends that literally, we still have group chats, um, to this day, like, you know, you have your best friends in high school um, and you go to college and you think like it's no way that I can get any more best friends. than you leave Rutgers and like, wow, like these guys are just like brothers to me, um, sacrifice a lot, live with each other. Uh, and at some point um, they were all the family I had because uh, they were always right there um, being uh, the brothers that I needed. Uh, in the moments that I needed them the most. So definitely uh, just the, the friendships and the relationships from uh, the guys on the team that I, I still have uh, to this day.
0: A true Rutgers legend during his time on the banks, three-time Super Bowl champion with the New England Patriots, Duran Harmon. Deron, thanks for coming on, giving me some of your time today. Enjoy the rest of your off season.
1: All right, thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me on, bro.
0: I want to thank Duran for coming on the episode. It was great speaking to him about his time at Rutgers and in the NFL. One answer that really stuck with me was his last. If you all remember, and I'm sure you do, in the Shiano days and and somewhat in the flood days, Rutgers would wear the word family on their nameplates. Forget about me. I love you. What Duran's last answer showed me when I asked him about his best Rutgers memory was that the word family sticks with these Rutgers alumni. Even after their college careers, when some go pro and others choose a different path, they all stay connected and keep that bond they formed going strong. Duran mentioned the late nights, the group chats, the get-togethers, and the best friends he made as a result of playing for Rutgers. You could tell he really enjoyed his time as a Scarlet Knight, and I know we all enjoyed what he did for this program. He was a true Rutgers legend and a great representation of what it means to be a Scarlet Knight here on the Banks.